Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Breaking news from Sports Radio 610 is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. All right, a little uh, early morning Shefty bomb, Adam Schefter. Um, Bill O'Brien, former Texans head coach, now former Alabama OC and quarterbacks coach, Bryce Young's coach at Alabama. He is returning to the... New England Patriots, and is being named the Pats Offensive Coordinator, according to Adam Schefter. Uh, O'Brien was a Patriots assistant from 2007 to 2011, and now returns to coach Mac Jones, whom he briefly worked with at Alabama. I guess we should clarify that. He never coached Mac Jones, but it was in a way, Mac Jones was coaching Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien has been running the Alabama system, not the O'Brien system. Yeah, I think they helped each other out probably, right? Bill (laughs) O'Brien was able to talk to him. Mac Jones, who wouldn't have been allowed to talk to the Patriots coaches all that much, um, could talk all he wanted to Bill to, O'Brien. To Bill O'Brien, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill O'Brien probably helped get him ready for the draft in some ways. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of, you know no big deal. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's cool. It's cool. Like, in a lot of people, Ryan Fitzpatrick would tell you that working with Bill O'Brien changed him as a quarterback for the better, and and statistically, that's borne out. It's um, that'll be interesting. I mean, Mac Jones has got to be excited to be working with, for instance, an actual offensive coordinator. Yes. I don't know. I can't say it's a good hire. Like I, I watched Bill O'Brien coordinate this offense long enough to know that he, he's he's not a bad offensive coordinator, but he never got the most out of Deshaun Watson. I don't think uh, they never had a genuinely good offense the right, entire that, time they were here. Yeah, yeah. yeah just it in general, they 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 were never a top ten DVOA offense. Right. Yeah. yeah they um they didn't score enough points. They, that they're sad too. To be, you know, forget uh, about DVOA. The yeah. measure that 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 gets you wins is points, and they didn't score enough. Uh, but he's a massive improvement. Okay, he's a massive improvement over what they had. They had Matt Patricia, a, a lifelong defensive coordinator, and Joe Judge, a lifelong special teams coach, tag teaming the offensive coordinator position up in New England with a second year quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's malpractice. Yeah, it was. So th- uh, this is it, at least a conventional hire. It feels like the the Patriots are in like a weird reset mode this year. After having spent more money than anybody else the previous year in free agency, mind you, it wasn't like uh, I, I think you know Belichick always tries to kind of pass things off like, well, we had a lot of money we'd spent on Tom Brady, and that's which is bogus, just false. Um, and that they they kind of tried to kick the can down the road for you know to keep while Brady was still around, mm-hmm. which some of that that is somewhat bogus. They spent more of that money than anybody. It, 
two years ago, before yeah. this past season, yep. 2020, yep. and um, or 2021. Yep. And they just they just flat out made a bunch of bad moves in terms of the way they manage their team this year. So this is at least a return to normalcy. Yeah, Belichick realized he made a mistake, and I think O'Brien corrects that mistake. I guess the the interesting thing here, we're going to get to the results of the various approval ratings of uh, of Texans head coaching candidates that we tease. But just as long as we're talking about this O'Brien nugget, if you're just getting in your car, Bill O'Brien's back in the NFL. He's the offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. Um, you know, for Josh McDaniels, that was a path to get back into being a head coach. And then he quit after a week and then went back to New England again. And now he's a head coach in Las Vegas. Do you think that Bill O'Brien fancies himself the next head coach of the New England Patriots? Do you think that's part of the reason he's going back there? Um, I think yeah, I think he probably had that. Well, did he have that discussion? Because that was one of the – supposedly Josh McDaniels had that discussion about being tutored to be the next head coach. Uh, or to be a head coach, a head coach when when he took that job. So I think O'Brien probably looks at it as it's obviously a step closer to that opportunity, and but that really he's open to taking whichever, which like Other whatever jobs. comes along in any given year. Yeah, he can't be choosy. Um, but but we know Bill Belichick. Oh, Belichick, my coach, he's ninety. Who the hell knows? Yeah, that's right. I don't think you can plan on. Hey, if there's one thing I've learned about the Patriots, I think people. I think people think that the Patriots do more long-term planning than they actually do because they are always focused on making situations. Uh, they, they make decisions with a long-term in mind, but that's different than predicting what things are going to be like in five years. Sure. So like the, the guiding principle for Belichick has generally been kind of like in managing your money, you know, like, okay, you're like, you're not like, you're not going to predict which specific stocks are going to be worth five times as much five years from now, but I'm not going to, but I'm going to buy with a long-term strategy and some of them will do better than others and what have you, as opposed to like day trading or doing all that. That's where they've, they've constantly just tried to make long-term decisions, but they don't, but they're open to having to change those and alter them every single year. Here's what gets interesting. Who becomes the next Alabama offensive coordinator? Cause that's the, that's the cleansing, the, the cleansing room right there is that job, that job has relaunched a ton of careers yeah. that that were that were beaten down. And I mean, Brian Dayball was the OC there. He goes and you know he's the OC at Buffalo now. He's a very well respected head coach. Lane Kiffin, Steve Sarkeesian both go on to get really good college jobs again after falling out of favor in a number of places. And now here's O'Brien. He's well, the, he's an OC. And, and honestly, it's one of those things where you know, no matter how many times you get a Steve Sarkeesian or anybody, it's going to keep. It's going to keep happening. Yeah, uh, that Alabama OC job, as long as Saban is recruiting really well, will have success. The same way the the same way people hiring away from the Patriots would happen for years and years and years, despite it not being any better, if not worse, than any other. Like trying to yoink things from somebody else. So it's it's smart on Bill O'Brien's part if he thinks the Patriots are going to be back to being like normal next year. Then yeah, it's a springboard yep. either to the Patriots job eventually or somewhere else. Absolutely, I, he's been very very smart in his jobs over the years throughout like, his career. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, even with in like the Penn State one was obviously, um, like I it could have been considered a miscalculation because he didn't know how bad the sanctions were going to be. Except he did such a good job keeping that team together that he ended up getting credit despite not actually having a good football team to show for it. He won it, you the know? Bear Bryant Award. Yeah, yeah. yeah like like he, <laughs> he was eight wins. Was there was a conversion chart for Penn State those two yeah. years? Eight wins there was the equivalent of twelve wins anywhere in, else in people's minds. Yes, yeah, yeah absolutely.
Absolutely. All right, so as far as these head coaching candidates go for the Texans, there's seven of them. And I've put up Twitter polls for each of them, and the question is real simple. It's the same question for all seven. Pender poll for Texan fans. Would you approve of a hire of blank as the next Texans head coach? So I took all seven, gave them their own tweet, and we're up over, I mean, some of them we've got over 2,500 votes. We're up over 2,000 votes on all of them right now. They're on my Twitter timeline, at Sean T. Pendergast. I've got a master tweet there, and they're all, you know, it's one big chain. It's easy to do. So here's what it looks like, Seth. This is this is how it looks like. The, and the polls are open until this afternoon. There's still six hours left. Um, it's kind of partitioned off into tiers. I'll start at the bottom and work up. It looks like if it winds up being Mike Kafka, Thomas Brown, or Ejiro Ivero, there will be great disappointment. Have you looked at the results of any of these yet? I have not. Would you like to get So I kind of gave you a okay. hint there. Like, Kafka ain't at 80% approval. So on a seven total, and I'm guessing it's heavily weighted near the top three, uh, or uh, top four. So I'm guessing that those guys each got like Five percent each? No, no. I mean, not horrible. Not like that's a David Cully level. Cully's got. Wait, the, no. Is it? Oh, yeah. So these are separate. So it's just approval by. For, it's an individual tweet. Individual. There's seven oh, tweets. Okay. There's okay. Seven okay, polls. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I would say then that each of those guys got like a thirty percent approval rating. Kafka twenty four point five. Okay. Thomas Brown sixteen point four. Giro Avero. The only other candidate other than D'Amico who's set to interview with all the five teams, yeah. the lowest of all of them, 15.5. It's weird because uh, like, I'm, I'm surprised that Thomas Brown got a higher approval rating than Ijiro Oviro because yeah. Ijiro Oviro is actually the defense coordinator for a really good defense. Right. Um, Thomas Brown has a more dynamic personality. Mm-hmm. He, looks, he, he looks like a guy that you can envision giving a pep talk better, which isn't the best way to hire a head coach, I've learned. Uh, so, but it would be a big factor for me. Ijiro Oviro, <laughs> this, is the, this is the trouble with Ijiro Oviro. Okay. It's a, it's a really hard name to learn. <laughs> But once you learn it, it's so much fun to say. It is, yeah. So there's some, there's a bit of a, there's a little bit of a curve here where Ijiro Aviro is going to have to figure out how to get his name said more often, which is a pretty good, that's a pretty good tactic for anybody who wants to be a head coach. That's how these damn lists that you see of hot coaching candidates, yeah. you just uh, stroke the egos of some of these writers out there. Once you learn how to say Ijiro Aviro, uh, yeah, uh, trust me, you will not regret the time, the, the 27 to 28 minutes you spent trying to learn how to say it. Can you imagine? It's just weird. It's rife with, it's it's easy enough when you look at it on paper, but immediately when you look away from the paper, you start wanting to say Everett Idro. Yeah. Uh, you're like all these different things. It's, 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 like, everything, you get dyslexic immediately. Yes, but once you master it, it rolls off the tongue. That'd be interesting to talk to his agent. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, why did you, um, how did you go about uh, getting, what was your strategy this offseason and getting him in front of so many teams, it doesn't look like he's going to get any of these jobs. And his agent's like, we're just trying to get his name out there. Like, oh, okay, yeah. no, no, literally, like, yeah. we're trying to get his actual name out there so people pronounce it and it becomes very pleasurable to pronounce. Ivero. Yeah. It sounds like a water. Like, if it just, it's if a you. Great, it's if, a great wrestler name. If they branded a water, a bottled water named yeah. Ivero oh, yeah. and just did, the, and did that voice out there, yes. people get it. So which one should be if we if we make him a a one name celebrity should it be Ejiro or Eviro though? Uh, Ejiro. Eviro feels a little bit more like a famous soccer player. Yeah, but something. I like that je in there. That's kind of, that's kind of a that's kind of a smooth sound. Okay. Okay. We probably spent too much time on this. Yeah. Let's keep it moving. Uh, Sean Payton, you want to guess what the percentage approval is for former Saints head coach Sean Payton? 
former Saints head coach, uh, current Colin Coward <laughs> producer. Yes, yes. Uh, the approval rating for him would be 63%. 57.3% yeah. approval rating. He's off-putting. Which is almost the exact percentage of people that in my poll last week said they don't want to trade a, a, a first-round pick for him. Hmm. So that, that there's just, some good symmetry right around, there. Yeah, okay. Some good symmetry. 57.3%. I mean, boy, you you know, listening to some, you would have thought that Sean Payton is a slam-dunk layup, that they should do this. My guess is, my guess is that the maybe – deflated results for Sean Payton have to do with the compensation. Okay, so now wait a second. 57% would approve, but you said fi- like 57% disapproved. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So I was okay. off on that. Yeah, forget. Scratch, okay. scratch these last 45 seconds. Yes, I was off so on that. So the two things we've accomplished so far, is we've worked zero. out the different EV row yeah. PR strategies, and Sean doesn't know what symmetry that's is. That's right. Okay. That's right. Yep, I'm still hungover. Um, <laughs> so Peyton, Peyton, fifty-seven point three percent. I'm a little surprised. It feels a little low to me. I doesn't. I think people are. I think for one, there's writing on the wall that okay, maybe it's not destined to be. So you start, you know, you start distance yourself from the dude. The second is like, listen, uh, I don't need a moment, Mister Grumpy Face, there on Fox Sports, dude. You're on, dude. You're getting paid millions of dollars to be on a Sunday morning. Sports show where all you have to do is like somehow match which with Terry Bradshaw. Right. Maybe smile every now and then, you dour SOB. Right. Yeah. Right. And I don't need this dude. He plays the media game too much. A little too cutesy for me. I don't want him. Care to take a guess on the two Eagle coordinators Who's... and what their percentage of approval is? Shane Steichen, the OC in, in Philly, yeah. and Jonathan Gannon, the DC in Philly, both candidates for the Texans' job. What do you think their approval ratings are among Texan fans on Twitter? I think Steichen. Has more approval than Gannon because he's an offensive coordinator You're and correct. his offense is pretty damn good. And he's doing it with a non-marquee draft pick. Yep. Uh, and he's, he's worked now as an offensive coordinator with two young quarterbacks that have both done very well, Justin Herbert being the other one. Yep. I'm going to say his approval rating would be 70, 78% Gannon, 71%. 69.6 for Steichen. Nice. 63.7 for Gannon. So you're almost spot on on the gap between the two. Yeah. Um, just overshot the percentage. But I, I was encouraged. There. I was encouraged by that because, let's face it, I mean, there's there's still a good chance that that's one of the guys you wind up with in this thing. Yeah. I'm I don't the, think D'Amico's a slam dunk yet. I don't think D'Amico's a slam dunk. And I'm I'm cool with I really want D'Amico. I'm cool with Steichen or Gannon. The other ones it's going to take a little getting used to. I With Peyton, part of it is I don't feel like Peyton – genuinely wants to come here i i don't either him leaking what he leaked to colin coward and just being so cool apparently with colin coward blabbing it to the the world would make me feel like uh i don't feel like he respects us so i like now i hope he gets a job and sucks yeah yeah like i really hope he gets a job and sucks. i hope he gets the denver job (sighs) i hope he gets the denver job and sucks and so well yeah i think right right like yeah i was I was almost implying that if he takes that job, it yeah. will fulfill your fantasy of him sucking. Dude, plus, I love this other part of the scenario, which is, well, you can't go to ownership in Houston. You have to go to uh, Denver, the brand new owners who are also family money. They, like, what the hell? Yeah, it's no, a- they've owned the team for like a week, you know? Um, yes, all right. but, but, but they are the heirs to the Walmart fortune. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot how much everybody loves Walmart. What the <laughs> hell? I mean, yeah, we all go there, yeah. but we don't love it. Like, we don't, it's not like this. It's not the little mom and pop well, store from Arkansas that they yeah, claim to be. And they also, yeah. none of them started out as greeters in a store, and then they worked the yeah. pharmacy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they, they're like fourth generation. Like, what the hell? Um, all right, the one everybody's been waiting for. What do you think the approval rating is among Twitter Texan fans on D'Amico Ryans? 
83%. He's going to set a record oh, if really? this holds up. The previous record holder, <laughs> previous record holder for yeah. approval two years ago, Eric Bieniemy, ninety six point four percent. Now keep Gosh, in mind the date on that. That was back in twenty twenty one. Yeah, that was that was the Cully hire. Yeah, um, and that was when I think people wanted Bieniemy because they wanted to keep Deshaun. I think that they was three lawsuits. Was, yeah, yeah, ninety seven point six percent approval for D'Amico Ryan's. I almost feel like the two point four percent are just being cute. You know what I mean? Like, how can you well, not approve it? Or, or they're just non-Texan fans. It's right. Usually that usually the people that are just trying to be contrarian are like ten percent. Yeah. So that's it's shocking to me that it's that high. Usually at least ten percent are going to say ah, whatever. I'm just going to vote the opposite of everybody yep. else. Ninety-seven point six percent of a voting constituency. That's a uh, boy. You twenty-three hundred people. I'm right almost now. gonna. I, I might have to accuse you of being like an autocratic regime or something. You don't usually get. Near unanimous results like that, except in a dictatorship. Right? You're like, oh yeah, great, yeah. I see, I see. Castro won ninety nine point nine percent of the votes. And we will elect yeah. the Miko Ryan's, and we will like it. Yeah. In other news, there were ten executions today. That's yeah, right. in the parking lot at NRG Stadium. All right, um, so there you go, Texan fans. Ninety eight percent approval. If we want to round up on D'Amico Ryan's, I don't think a huge shock. Ross Tucker. We'll get his thoughts on uh, D'Amico Ryans as a head coach. We'll get his th- We know his thoughts on Jonathan Gannon and Shane Steichen, but this will be a good chance to preview the uh, coord- the next coordinator bowl this weekend because Ross Tucker does a lot of work with the Eagles. Get his thoughts on these conference title games. Ross Tucker joins us next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 